the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Nature.com today and use discount back. code SAFE. KCBQ, San Diego, K241CT, Oceanside, FM 96.1, North County, and AM 1170, San Diego. The answer. Breaking news this hour from townhall.com. I'm Keith Peters. House Democrats have many questions about allegations that Russia offered bounties to Taliban-linked militants for killing American troops in Afghanistan and question why President Trump won't condemn Vladimir Putin over the issue. House Majority Leader Steny Hoyer says President Trump needs to take the Russia report seriously. The president called this a hoax publicly. Uh, Nothing in the briefing that we have just received led me to believe it is a hoax. Uh, There may be different judgments as to the level of credibility, but there was no assertion that, that the information we had was a hoax. While GOP Wyoming Congressman Liz Cheney says all American foes should be on notice. America's adversaries should know, and they should have no doubt, that any targeting of U.S. forces by Russians, by anyone else, will face a very swift and deadly response. White House Press Secretary Kayleigh McEnany blasted the leaking of classified information and said it undermines America's national security. This level of controversy and discord plays directly into the hands of Russia and unfortunately serves their interests. At a bill signing ceremony, Mississippi Republican Governor Tate Reeves says it is time to retire the Confederate emblem from a state flag that represents everyone. I am signing a law to turn a page in Mississippi by retiring the flag that we have flown since 1894. Mississippi was under increasing pressure to lose a symbol that many see as racist. Mississippi will not have a flag for a while. A commission will design a new one that cannot have the Confederate symbol and must have the phrase, in God we trust on it. Voters will be asked to approve the new design. On Wall Street, the Dow by 217 points. The Nasdaq rose 184. More on these stories at townhall.com. Balance of Nature's fruits and vegetables in a capsule, changing the world one life at a time. I've always been a health nut, and I've been taking the balance of nature, and I do feel better. But I feel a lot stronger now, and in fact, I'm starting to do a little bit of exercises. I find that I have more energy and I just have a feeling of well-being. I tell everyone about this. Some people feel it right away. Some people don't. But don't give up. Keep at it and you Mm -hmm. will feel better. Don't wait to see what getting over 10 servings of whole fruits and vegetables every day can do for you. Right now, Balance of Nature is offering free shipping and 35% off on any new preferred order. Call 800-246-8751. That's 800-246-8751 or by going to balanceofnature.com and make sure to receive this special radio offer by using discount code HEALTH. 
This report is sponsored by the Word on Wealth Financial Network. Hi, friends. Marty Schneider here. Got a question for you today. Whose retirement are you investing for, yours or your broker's? Now, that might seem like a bit of a silly question, but I hope it's a question that you're asking. Did you know that a lot of brokers and advisors sell products that have fees as high as 3% per year or more? Now, with fees like that, you might be better doing a better job of paying your advisor than yourself. As an independent financial planner, if you have an IRA or a 401k, it's worth making sure that it's working for you and not just for your broker. As a financial fiduciary here, we use multiple companies and we place your best interest first. We explain solutions in clear, concise manner and we won't use confusing financial jargon. Call me for your free consultation. If you have questions, bring in your statement. We'll show you exactly what you're paying in fees. I'm the retirement professor, Marty Schneider. Call me for your free consultation. 800-727-PLAN. 800-727-7526. Streaming now at TheAnswerSanDiego.com and Radio.com. Welcome to the Andrea K Show. She's blonde, 5'2", and 102 pounds of dynamite in a dress. Here she is, Andrea K. And welcome to tonight's Andrea K. Show. It is Tuesday. I think it's Tuesday. Uh, yeah, it's Taco Tuesday. That's right. So I may have to have me some tacos uh, tonight. Uh, glad to have you guys here with me. It just seems like another day, another round of. You know, I never saw the movie Groundhog Day, but you know, I'm I, I, I'm I'm imagining that this is kind of like Groundhog Day. I mean, I see Fauci come before Congress today, saying the same nonsense. Uh, so we got to talk about that. We've got to talk about. Uh, Biden coming out of his bunker today and the the cognitive decline uh, involved with him and really anybody who would support him. He he talked today about how I get I get my cognitive testing all the time and I got to be questioning whether or not uh, there's cognitive <laughs> testing going on with anybody who would support this man and what he came out with today. So we got to talk about that. Uh, we've got uh, much to talk about tonight in um, and I thought with everything going on. I thought it might be time to discuss. I've got my friend Karen Catalina who's going to be back because she's got an article out today with you with what's going on with coronavirus, what's what going on with these Black Lives Matter, this Black Lives Matter movement. It's all about Marxism. It's all about bullying us into submission. This coronavirus stuff was uh, it, it wasn't about flattening the curve. It was about flattening our economy, flattening our will as a as as a nation and what we're about as a country, and flattening the Trump administration and his reelection campaign. And that's exactly what this Black Lives Matter movement is all about as well. So uh, Karen Cataline will be here to t- answer the question on whether or not it's time for some civil disobedience to go on in this country in order to make sure that we stay the United States of America, especially since we're going into Fourth of July weekend. In that vein, in terms of the movement and what both of these movements are about, we've got to answer the question of, was Jesus a socialist? And Lawrence Reed, who actually wrote the book, Was Jesus a Socialist, will be here to answer that question because that's one of the ways in which the left is trying to crush us and crush our will as Americans who live our life based upon the foundation Mm -hmm. of the Judeo-Christian principles on which this country was founded. The left is trying to hijack that. 
about Jesus in order to push their socialist agenda. And I'd love to hear from you. 888-344-1170. If you're just tuning in, this is the Andrea K Show. I am dynamite in a dress, busting through the hype, the hyperbole, and the hypography. Hypography? Hypocrisy. <laughs> I love it when I make myself laugh. You know what? I also giggle just this much with my typos on Twitter. I'm not capable of tweeting out without a typo. And you know what? I've embraced it. I embrace my mistakes. Would love to hear from you. 888-344-1170. My man, both my usual men, DJ Potato Skins and DJ Carrot Sticks are out. But have no fear because DJ Radish is here. It's Tuesday somewhere. So you know what that means. It's Taco Tuesday. (laughs) That's right. That's right. Are there are there radish radishes in your tacos on Taco Tuesday? Radishes would be fantastic in a taco. They would instead of instead of especially like a fish taco, which is not oh, really yeah. my jam. Yeah. But I might eat a fish taco. I love radishes because they're they got like that pepper bite uh, that I love so much. So here we are, Groundhog Day, DJ Radish. I'm seeing Fauci. I turn on the TV this morning. There he is, and I'm thinking, Oh, Corona! No, you don't, Fauci. With more of your nonsense come. And before the American people, of course, now it wasn't his choice to go before the American people, but this man does not avoid a microphone any chance he's got to go and push his new world order, his Bill Gates Foundation nonsense on us. And he's coming out today. It's top of drudge. Fauci's predicting another hundred and something thousand. I don't know how many hundreds of thousands, as big a number as he can come up with cases that we're going to have. It's not death count now at this point. It's cases because, see, they had to switch from death count because as Jordan Satchel tweeted out yesterday, that uh, yesterday on Monday, let me see if I can find his tweet here. Uh, this was yesterday. Jordan Satchel. COVID-19 update. Today was the lowest number of Monday deaths since March 23, 98 days ago. Lowest number on record with full testing capacity. New lows in death every week. Consistent decline week after week. Tune out the media hysterics, he says. Death rate is plummeting. Now states just need to wake up. Oh, no. Yeah. They should be waking up. Instead, we've got Corona, no, you don't Fauci out in front of the American people continuing to push phony numbers. He got the shutdowns because he and Burks went to Trump and used false models and false numbers to scare the president of the United States, predicting that two million people would die in order to get this country shut down. And they accomplished what they wanted. They accomplished the destruction of three trillion dollars of the U.S. economy. And for what? In the state of California, 40 million people in, in San Diego County and in and, and the state of California with the almost 45 million people, I think we've had, uh, we can check the numbers, like 3,000 deaths. And I'm sure to the 3,000 families, that's devastating, just like it is probably to the other 30,000 families that have lost loved ones in, the, in that time frame in California. In San Diego County, with 3 million people, we lose on average 2,000 people a month. And that's devastating to the 2,000 families. In the three months, we've lost... 370 Americans to coronavirus. But have we really? Because in addition to the phony models that were used to shut down and destroy the U.S. economy for power, one of the things that we found out was this same Fauci was when Trump shut down travel from China back in January, it was Fauci who was still saying, hey, get on that cruise ship. It was Fauci and the Surgeon General back in February and March telling people you didn't need to wear a mask. And it was Fauci and Burks who supported the reopening. Actually, they, they said they were, they were the people who initially said that the, that the shutdowns only needed to be 15 days. 
There is no reason whatsoever for anybody in this country to be allowing these unelected bureaucrats to be continuing to have any control, any say-so whatsoever under the United States of America, particularly anything related to our economy. Rand Paul was on track today when he was calling out Fauci and discussing just that. I think he was quoting Hayek, talking about these unelected bureaucrats exploiting crises, the minds of the American people and citizens for power. And then he went on to beg Fauci to give him something positive to talk about with the schools. We don't need to hear any more from Fauci. The left has successfully pressured the Trump administration to shut down this country unnecessarily. We've never done it before. And if you were to believe the spikes in cases now, and by the way, case count does not equal death count. We have the number of spikes of cases that we have because of testing and because we were always going to have a spike when people came out of their homes because the virus didn't go away. Although according to a virologist, particularly one out of Italy, has come out to say that it has lost its virility, its, its virulence. It has mutated into something, which it always does in the summer, into something much milder. In Italy, they're saying that uh, there's a uh, virologist, uh, immunologist, saying that uh, 80 and 90-year-olds that would have died a few months ago from this are, are surviving. So, what, yeah, we've got case counts increasing in this country because we always were. When we did these shutdowns, it was never about nobody getting this virus. It was about making sure that we did not have a system that was overwhelmed. And what they did was they managed to flatten the healthcare industry at the same time as flattening our economy. Here in San Diego County, we had Palomar Health lay off 400 employees, 400 healthcare workers just in San Diego County. There is no excuse now for any pullbacks of reopenings. Particularly since if you believe that masks actually stop the virus, then there is no explanation whatsoever right now why any business should not be fully open. When I'm out there, I'm seeing everybody wearing masks. I'm seeing social distancing everywhere I go. So if you believe that masks work, then by the way, we don't need social distancing. But if you believe that masks and social distancing work, there's no excuse for any shutdowns. Nathan Fletcher coming out yesterday saying that bars have to be shut down tonight. For the reason that alcohol, people consuming alcohol will make them less likely to social distance is the most insulting, intellectually insulting, and paternalistic nonsense. These these are the same people. It makes me so angry. I got to calm down. This is the same man that's a part of this movement, my body, my choice. Stay out of my ovaries. But yeah, you're going to control the alcohol consumption. You're going to shut down bars, destroy businesses under the guise of being so everybody's daddy because you're going to control, thinking you're going to control people's behavior. Oh, by the way, these are the same people that want to push for people to go and get, get wasted all day long or whatever it is you call it with people who smoke pot. This every bit of what's going on with this coronavirus is about people control. It was never about health care. It went from flattening the curve to stopping the spread to managing people's behavior. And they've been honest about it. Gavin Newsom was honest that this gave them them the opportunity to do the programs, the social justice warrior programs and the socialist income redistribution schemes that they wanted to, to come away with. They've wanted these programs for years, he said. And now they've been able to steal businesses to take the property away from American citizens for their schemes. Shutting down bars tonight. And oh, by the way, who's in most of the bars? Is it really a bunch of 80-year-olds and 90-year-olds who are at high risk? No, it's 30 and 40-something years old, 20-year-olds, who, if they get it, won't even know that they got it. This is 99.5% recovery rate. This is insanity on steroids, and it needs to stop. 
And the only way it's going to stop, I think, is if we have enough Americans willing to put their foot down and say, no, by the way, no, I'm not going to continue. If I own a business, I'm going to be like the nail salon or the hair salon lady in Texas, and I'm going to reopen. Oh, that's all right. But it needs to happen on mass. We're going to take a break. We come back. We're We're going to discuss civil disobedience and whether or not uh, we should be playing by the rules, as they talked about on Fox 5 in San Diego today. Oh, we got to play by the rules. You know, who are these people that aren't that aren't going with the rules? Yeah, we got to go by the rules. No, do we really got to go by the rules? In fact, the host of that program this morning was talking about going by the rules. If I'm right, his family fled the rules in being imposed by Castro down in Cuba and decided they were going to come to a land that didn't have rules for people. A country Come to a country that was about individual liberty and freedom. So we're going to talk about this with my friend Karen Catalina on the other side of the break because she says it's time for civil disobedience. And uh, we'll, we'll get from her exactly what she means from that. Stay tuned. We're Andrea K. Show coming up. Be sure to follow Andrea K on Twitter at Andrea K Show. And follow her on Facebook and like her fan page at Andrea K. Spelled K-A-Y-E. Many of us know how high school today is not the same as the high school in the 60s and 70s. Pressure to achieve, the competitiveness, the anxiety to fit in, and the loneliness has made being a teenager a pretty tough job today. In Bob Walter's book, Facing Reality in American Education, he looks at ways to help young people understand how amazing they really are. For students to discover their gifts and talents, to excel and be all they can be. I'm sure you agree. Purchase your copy of Facing Reality in American Education today at Amazon.com. Now streaming on SalemNow.com is the brand new film, Selfie Dad. Selfie Dad is a very funny yet powerful movie about a Christian dad in a midlife crisis who becomes an overnight social media phenomenon, only to turn away from God and his family. But when he's confronted with a newfound friendship and the life-changing truths of the Bible, he learns the only way to have true happiness. Some of these things I just can't fix without some sort of direction. And I'm finding it right here in the Bible. God can do incredible things. Selfie Dad stars Christian comedians Michael Jr. and Shonda Pierce, as well as Grammy singer, YouTube star Jamie Grace, and War Room's Karen Abercrombie. It will inspire you to find the life-changing value of the Bible. Watch Selfie Dad at SalemNow.com and use promo code San Diego to save 20%. That's SalemNow.com, promo code San Diego as one word. Dennis Prager here, and there's nothing more important in one's life than family, and lately families have spent more time with each other than in their entire lifetimes. With summer already here and travel plans canceled, from airlines to hotels to cruise ships, many of my friends are planning a staycation. With this in mind, you need to explore the Warm Hearth Fireside and Patio Shop. Since 1984, the family-owned and operated Warm Hearth has specialized in one-on-one personalized service. Their staff will help you find the right products and right accessories from their extensive selection of expertly crafted fireplaces and patio products all within your budget create the backyard of your dreams as you transform your home into a summer staycation paradise warm hearth fireside and patio shop right off the 8 freeway in la mesa or call 619-465-0890 619-465-0890 or visit warm hearth fireplace and patio.com that's warm hearth fireplace and patio.com thank you and god bless you and your family Wouldn't you love to give your child, grandchild, niece, or nephew a high-quality private education? How about for half price? Well, the answer San Diego's half-price tuition is back. 
You can choose from tons of private schools, preschool, high school, even college, all registering for the 2020 and 2021 semesters. You could even save thousands of dollars like these happy families. I looked into half-price tuition, and he will be attending a school because we were able to take advantage of the half-price tuition. We appreciate everything that you guys did for us, and we're happy that time came together for our family. Visit TheAnswerSanDiego.com and check out the list of schools in your area. Pick the school you want, then call us at 844-800-5757. That's 844-800-5757. So you can lock in your half-price tuition. Go to TheAnswerSanDiego.com right now to see all the schools participating. Or call us at 844-800-5757. That's 844-800-5757. With all the sound bites and noise pollution out there, it can be hard to cut through the clutter to get important discussion and informative interviews on life and politics. Now, there's Famila and Friends. Every Sunday evening at 7, hosted by former congressional candidate Famila Ramos, she and her team offer discussions and interviews that you will want to hear. No topic is off the table. And Famila and Friends, tell it like it is. You're invited to tune in every Sunday evening at 7 and spend 60 minutes with Famila and Friends on The Answer San Diego. The Answer San Diego, streaming now on iHeart.com and Radio.com. AK, Dynamite and Address, or just Andrea K. Whatever you call her, don't call her fake news. It's The Andrea K Show on The Answer San Diego. Welcome back to tonight's Andrea K Show. Before the break, we were talking about Corona, the what what this coronavirus uh, movement and how it's the coronavirus is real, obviously. But the way it's been exploited by the left, as well as this BLM movement, it's 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 about flattening the economy, flattening our will as Americans into submission and flattening the Trump administration to stop them from being reelected so that they can usher in their Marxist agenda. That's exactly what it's about. To, to follow up just on a couple of coronavirus items before I bring in my friend Karen Cataline, you know, you look at what's going on with that case in point here uh, in, in the state of California. Newsom is up and down the state, closing down counties, closing down beaches while admitting that most of the cases that they're getting of increased cases are people at family gatherings. So how is shutting down beaches going to help anything? It's nonsense. You even have this this incredibly insulting move by Nathan Fletcher now to shut down bars tonight because, you know, um, people consuming alcohol. You can drink alcohol as long as you're eating a meal and sitting down, but you can't drink alcohol and uh, standing up and not eating a meal. It's insanity. And it's all about breaking the backs of the American citizens, breaking our businesses, keeping the economy destroyed, and blaming President Trump for it. And you know what? Trump did, had did, and Biden comes out today and criticizing Trump and blaming Trump. Not one Democrat can say what Trump should have done any differently. Trump was the one who shut down travel. Trump was the one who shut down the, the economy under the advice of Fauci and Burks at the moment in which they came to him for it. In fact, Fauci criticized President Trump. And when they failed to begin coming up with a, a test within the government and the CDC, it was Trump who worked with private enterprise to get the testing done, as well as to get all the ventilators and the PPE done. There is nothing that Trump could have done any, any better, and, they, and it would never have been done by the Democrats. And yet they still blame him for it, which just goes to show that there is no amount of appeasement that you can give the left that will work for them. They are going to blame you and beat you down physically and verbally and professionally in every way possible until you submit to their will. What does that leave us as an option to do? And that's why I brought on my friend Karen Cataline, because she's got a blog post out, an article that says civil disobedience isn't just for Gandhi anymore. It is not only it is not only for us to disobey lawless laws, but to demand that those be elected to enforce the lawful ones. Karen Cataline, thank you for being back with me. 
It is great to talk to you, Andrea. What a great monologue. I couldn't agree more with what you said. I was listening. Super bravo. Thank you. Um, You actually mentioned civil disobedience early on. You're one of the few people that did back when, even before, that was even before this Black Lives Matter uh, nonsense that started. And you mentioned Gandhi to me, and I went and watched the movie, and I quote him often when he says, they can have my body, but they cannot have my compliance. Um, yes. Why? Why? Uh, you know, I, I I read your blog post today, and then I also saw one from General Flynn who says, "If we don't act, two percent of the people are about yes. to control the other ninety-eight percent." So true, and I think General Flynn. Thank God, his mask, his muzzle is off. He's going to be a very valuable and important voice uh, going into twenty twenty. If the election actually ever begins to start because they would never give up the 2016 election, but they won't start the 2020 election, which goes to show you how manipulative uh, they are. But uh, Michael Flynn is is must-reading right now. He's written two pieces for the Western Journal. And you're right. You were one of the few people, I only said it to a few people, that uh, Gandhi is the perfect political treatise on nonviolent resistance. I don't believe at all, uh, as he did, that it could solve every problem. I don't think that nonviolent resistance would have done a darn thing uh, in World War II, because after all, the Jews did show (laughs) nonviolent resistance, or at least it was nonviolent for the most part, except the uh, uh, Polish rebellion. And that didn't uh, uh, stop so many innocent Jews and others from being murdered. Right now, we could still be at the stage of nonviolent resistance, even though the oppressors are being quite violent, quite uh, propagandist. Uh, but our problem is uh, community organizing. Um, that's what we, d- we used to laugh at mm-hmm. Obama when <laughs> he said that his previous job before he uh, was in state government was as a community organizer. Now we understand that the diffuseness Mm -hmm. of uh, all of us staying home, not being allowed to exercise our rights to free assembly, to a free association, to free speech, for heaven's sake, is what is retarding our ability. Uh, Conservatives never been very good at community organizing anyway, because we're individuals. We don't march in lockstep like collectivists, like like the left does. But we must community organize. Just as an aside, I heard you say that... um, your governor was it your yeah your governor suddenly closed bars tonight is that right that that was our governor has been closing things up and down the state our local county uh, board of uh, member of the county board of supervisors nathan fletcher decided to close down boards bars and his reasoning karen was because when people consume alcohol it lowers their inhibition and they're less likely to practice social distancing yeah and you know what andrea (laughs) it's a total coincidence that the governor of Colorado, the hard left Jared Polis, who has presidential ambitions, announced just today that he's closing bars again. Mm-hmm. I did not listen to the whole speech, but this is case in point of how Democrats are marching in lockstep about masks, about uh, fear mongering on the coronavirus, no matter that CDC, which has inflated the numbers. It says that it's 0.2% mortality rate, and yet people are still rolling over. Now, Gandhi, getting back to Gandhi, said 
he never thought that it was a good idea to comply with unjust laws. It's immoral to comply with unjust laws. Uh, another quote, one of my very favorites, is 100,000 Englishmen cannot control 350 million Indians if those Indians refuse to cooperate. I and remember- that's what we need now that's what we need now and we but we need to but we need to think about in what way i were and it, i'm flashing back to when i was a kid and i was asking my dad you know i didn't understand about this cuba business i'm like how many cubans are there how don't they don't get together and like take down that government i just don't understand and you know and my dad you know you know patronized me i don't even remember what what his answer was um but you know he tried yeah. to explain to me human nature uh, that, you know, it, it is human nature to submit. It is human nature to go along and to um, it's it's actually part of your the survival instinct. It's the same reason why Americans sat with two dudes with box cutters and allowed their plane to be flown into a building. Uh, it, it's and that. Yet, right. And yet they fought back in Pennsylvania. In yes. Shanksville, Pennsylvania. But most people do take the path of least resistance. And right now you put your finger on it, Andrea Kay. When you said, if we appease them, we just get more of the same. That's right. They're trying to box us into a corner that you either get pushed back and be made an example of, as that couple in Missouri did, by trying to defend themselves and their homes, and then they're made an example of, and then people try to destroy them for daring to defend themselves. Oh, it's even worse than that. The pro- freedom. The prosecutor, they are actually being investigated, being told that the, how dare they threaten yes. the peaceful process. Peaceful protesters, those people broke down a gate and entered into private property into that neighborhood, threatened the lives of those homeowners. And uh, and they have oh, every they right under them. Missouri law, That's they right. have every right under Missouri law and the Castle Doctrine to protect exactly. their home. But this is what's going on in this country. They've got terrorists, they're well-organized Black Lives Matter terrorist movement going throughout this country, terrorizing people. At the same time, they're defunding police departments. We've got police officers not able to do their jobs, retiring all over the place, departments being defunded. And then they're telling us that we're not, not only do we not have police departments to protect us, we're not allowed to protect ourselves. This is, this is some really scary stuff. We've got mobs of Che Guevara's all over this country, and we're being told we're not allowed to protect ourselves. We better wake we better get organized and i know that i've got good friends of mine working on recall gavin newsom that is crap sorry there i said it we need to get more serious about organizing and it can't be petitions karen cataline in the in the minute or two we have left describe what you mean give an idea of civil disobedience well i think this mask business is the line in the sand for many people, for a host of reasons you don't have time, we don't have time to discuss. But as a social worker, I'm telling you it's a psyop uh, kind of psychological operation to get people to submit, to identify those who dissent. Uh, There are just so many psychological things to this mask business. And let me tell you, they could make a federal law, as Joe Biden was told to say, because I'm sure he didn't come up on it on his own. (laughs) The Democrats all start talking about Federal laws for masks. Well, guess what? If 330 million people refuse to cooperate and give civil disobedience because they don't want to cut off 20% of their oxygen and breathe their own carbon dioxide for a virus that's 0.2% mortality rate and they're being lied to, guess what? There's not a darn thing anybody can do about it, and it is nonviolent. I think the mask is the thing on which 
to fight and fight now. I, 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 think. I don't disagree with you there because people are getting staph infections, maskne, um, but the but it, it is the equivalent of um, facial coverings under Sharia. There, I said it. Muzzling. They're muzzling people. I mean, who wears masks? Antifa wears masks. People in burqas wear masks. And criminals who rob banks wear masks. So they can't tell us apart and can't identify anyone. Yet they can identify people. When you are willing to to stand up and be who you are, that is... That is what moral uh, uh, reality is all about. Well, Karen Cataline. But that's what morality is about. Yeah, Got to leave it there. Thank you so much for being here. Everybody needs to go to KarenCataline.com, read her articles, find her on Facebook as well as Twitter. Thank you for being here, my friend. My pleasure, Andrea. Thanks. Thank you. Now, was Jesus a socialist? Because the Democrats are all trying to tell us that all day long. Oh, we got to help the least amongst us. Well, Lawrence Reed, who wrote the book, Was Jesus a Socialist? will be here to answer that question because he says everybody's getting it wrong. Want more Andrea K? Follow her on Twitter at Andrea K Show. And like her Facebook fan page at Andrea K. Spelled K-A-Y-E. Time to buy your dream home? Julie will find the perfect property that fits all your needs. Call Julie Jewels Real Estate. Julie sends you new home listings immediately so you can see them first and submit your offer right away. In this market, you need to be first. Hi, I'm Julie Jules, and I'm excited about helping you. I'll save you money by paying for your appraisal fee. Call me at 619-992-7113. Call Julie for your free appraisal, 619-992-7113. Moving out, moving up, or moving in, call Julie Jules. Hi, my name is Ryan Bourne. And I'm Danica Bourne. And And we're we're the the owners owners of South Coast Coast Tax. We would like to thank our Lord for protecting us from evil. Psalm 91 states, He is my refuge and my fortress, for He will rescue us from every trap and protect us from deadly disease. South Coast Tax are Christian-based tax accountants and attorneys who specialize in releasing bank levies, wage garnishments, and filing complex tax returns. We are the leaders in acceptance of offers and compromise with awesome results. We are also a small firm who will treat you like family and not just a number. Call us today at 1-800-TAX-1176 for a free consultation, and we'll take the time to explain all the programs that you qualify for in order to allow you a fresh start. In John 8.36, so if the sun sets you free, you will be free indeed. And one way we can achieve that is by being debt-free. So let us help you today. Call us at 1-800-TAX-1176, and together we can help achieve this goal by putting the IRS tax debt behind you for good. Again, that number is 1-800-TAX-1176. Hey, it's Brian with the Great American Buy Local Radio Show. Be sure to tune in this coming week for three great guests. We're going to be hearing from Jim Miller from the law offices of J.P. Miller. We'll also have Dan Yates, CEO of Endeavor Bank. And finally, we'll have Dr. Francisco Escobedo, who is the superintendent of the Chula Vista Elementary School District. Tune in on Sundays at 11 a.m. to The Answer San Diego. Now streaming on SalemNow.com is the brand new film, Selfie Dad. Selfie Dad is a very funny yet powerful movie about a Christian dad in a midlife crisis who becomes an overnight social media phenomenon, only to turn away from God and his family. But when he's confronted with a newfound friendship and the life-changing truths of the Bible, he learns the only way to have true happiness. Some of these things I just can't fix without some sort of direction. And I'm finding it right here in the Bible. God 
can do incredible things. Selfie Dad stars Christian comedians Michael Jr. and Shonda Pierce, as well as Grammy singer, YouTube star Jamie Grace, and War Room's Karen Abercrombie. It will inspire you to find the life-changing value of the Bible. Watch Selfie Dad at SalemNow.com and use promo code San Diego to save 20%. That's SalemNow.com, promo code San Diego, as one word. Greetings, Answer San Diego listeners. It's Ed Martin here. You know, every day we get requests from our listeners to help them find local, like-minded businesses. That's why we created the Answer San Diego Business Directory. It's an all-in-one platform to connect our listeners to the right local businesses. The Answer San Diego Business Directory creates a win-win scenario for you, the listener, and our local, like-minded businesses. The idea is very simple. When we find businesses that we'd like to recommend, we'll add them to our directory. There's businesses from A to Z. So next time you're looking to connect with businesses that share your values visit the answer san diego business directory you can help grow our community too if you know a business that should be on our directory please have them list their business today at the answer it's our pleasure and joy to connect you with companies that share your values go to the answer click on the business directory link and start your search today that's the answer and just click on that directory link thanks for all you do for our community FM 96.1 North County AM 1170 San Diego The Answer Andrea K bringing the world a much needed reality check You're listening to the Andrea K show on The Answer San Diego Welcome back to tonight's Andrea K show uh, before the break we were talking to Karen Cataline she was saying it's time for civil disobedience because these she agrees with Michael Flynn who says 2% Two percent are are out to bully us into submission and control the other ninety eight percent. I'm not sure I agree with Michael Flynn on the numbers, though. I think that this movement uh, to uh, destroy the fabric of this nation and usher in their Marxist utopia involves a far greater percentage of the Democrats. Uh, it's it's maybe just a smaller percent that are actually out beating up uh, Catholics that are praying in St. Louis. Um, but uh, the percentage of Democrats and Americans that actually argue for Marxism in this country is far larger than that, and it's a very real threat to us. And one of the tactics that they use to bully us into submission is to uh, tell Christians that Jesus was a socialist. He said to help the least amongst us, and you're not a good Christian if you're not on board with socialism. So joining me now is a man who actually wrote a book on the topic. It's Lawrence Reed, who actually wrote the book, Was Jesus a socialist, and he says that pretty much everybody gets the answer wrong. Hi, Lawrence Reed. Welcome to the Andrea K. Show. Thank you, Andrea. Thanks for having me. Well, I appreciate you writing this book. I, I actually wanted to have you on to answer this question because I had Larry Elder on the show last night of um, mm-hmm. Salem Media. He's one of our nationally syndicated hosts, and he's got a, a movie out right now called Uncle Tom, and in it is um, a young man, a business owner, who said that uh, that was the game that was played on him by some leftists. They knew that he was a Christian, so they said to him, well, you know, Jesus was a socialist. You know, he talked about needing to feed the masses and, um, you know, um, and helping the poor and, and feeding the hungry. And then when I saw that you had written this book, I had to have you on to address it. Fortunately, the young man who ha- had that game played on him, he did his own research, but most don't. And so um, answer the question for us. Was Jesus a socialist? Well, thanks again for having me, Andrea. The answer to that question is an emphatic no. 
Uh, and much depends upon, of course, how you define socialism. Uh, socialists are clever in the sense that uh, they don't come right out very often and tell you that, well, socialism is uh, the compulsory redistribution of wealth and the central planning of the economy by a handful of elites or the government ownership of the means of production. They just tell you, uh, oh, this is uh, all about helping people. And, you know, if that's all socialism is, well, then who wouldn't be a socialist? But, of course, you can help people and be a capitalist or live in a capitalist country uh, any day of the week. In fact, there's far more helping and sharing and giving and philanthropy uh, under capitalism, under a free economy, than you ever get under socialism. And there is not a single passage in all of the New Testament in which Jesus endorses any of what we uh, presently uh, regard as the socialist agenda from their own mouths. Nothing that Jesus says that endorses the compulsory redistribution of wealth, government management or ownership of the means of production, or the uh, 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 central planning of the economy. I love in your article, The Control Freaks in Our Mist, you start with telling the story of Jesus feeding 5,000 people. And, you know, as, as a large and hungry crowd gathers to hear Jesus, the only food in their midst, and I'm, I'm going to, you know, get to the high points, consists of five loaves and of bread and two fishes. And Jesus informs his associates, hey, there's some rich people who live nearby. Go and take what they have and give it to, give it to these who want it, he commands. Uh, so the disciples raid the homes of the rich as well as a grocery store and a bank and redistribute the proceeds. Of course, you're being so snarky and just deliciously you know sarcastic here uh but uh you you certainly made the point and it's just it's a great comeback uh, because then you go into the actual story you even talk in your article here about jesus asked his disciple philip a very capitalist question where shall we buy food for these people to eat yes that's right and then uh, the very next passage in the bible reveals that jesus already knew what he was going to do he was testing philip And, of course, uh, he went ahead and did what he was intending to do, which was to magnify those uh, 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 fishes and the loaves of bread using his own unique power. He created new wealth, enough to feed the 5,000. And that's essentially what a capitalist does. A capitalist creates new wealth. He doesn't waste his time trying to uh, steal it from somebody or divide the pile uh, a little differently. Yeah, and one of the things you mentioned earlier uh, about um, philanthropy under capitalist system, you know, I, I've said many times on my show, uh, the uh, this unique experiment of America has created the most prosperous nation in the history of the world for the greatest number of its citizens and has provided, therefore, the greatest amount of humanitarian aid for the world. And it, yeah. it, this small little country, and I know personally, since there's not a neighborhood that was destroyed after Katrina, I, you pick one neighborhood that was destroyed, and I had family or friends living there, and the most of the work that was done to rebuild that area was done by charity organizations, faith-based or, or organizations, um, yeah. uh, right? Uh, one of the things I love, too, about your article is that um, you talk in here in your blog post about the grotesque satisfaction socialists get from controlling others and punishing people they don't like. Explain. Yeah, I think that's at uh, the very root of the socialist agenda. They talk about wanting to help people, but if you scratch the surface a little bit, you discover that they're in favor of uh, sky-high confiscatory taxation uh, against uh, people who have uh, wealth, 
regardless of what the government might do with the money. They'd be in favor of that even if the government took the money and dumped it in the Pacific because their most important uh, rationale or motivation, I should say, is that they punish uh, successful people, punish the wealthy. Uh, and helping people is sort of a, a side issue. It's really not uh, a high priority. If it was a high priority for them, and if they really believed, as they tell us, that the government is uh, the best entity out there for satisfying uh, human needs, well, then why don't they write checks themselves mm-hmm. to the Department of Health and Human Services? But, of course, none of them do that. No, and now I'm thinking about Hollywood. They've got all these videos out today. I take responsibility for what's going on with the Black Lives Matter, and uh, and you know I'm never going to allow anybody to say this stuff in my presence. To, you know, and it just really makes me want to gack because yeah, if these yeah. people cared anything at all about humanity, they would be they would be working with charity organizations. They would be out there on mission trips. They'd be out there feeding people and actually helping people. And that there's not one of them that couldn't write a bigger check to the government every year if if they so cho- choose to do. Um, And uh, the behavior you just described is nothing more than the cheap uh, virtue signaling. They they want the world to think that they're fine people, even mm -hmm. though uh, what they actually do with their own money uh, may not suggest that at all. Well, and it's also and through virtue signaling, they think they're going to protect themselves from having the, 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 you know, protesters show up and try to beat down their door and beat them up. Uh, You know, so it's also, you know, a a way of of thinking that they're going to protect themselves. But ultimately, under a socialist system, ultimately, if they get their wish and we end up going down the road of Cuba or Venezuela, there won't be anybody that will be spared. They're just, you know, these are people that that can't think long range, can't ask second or third level questions or maybe have never read a history book. Biden comes out of his bunker today uh, and starts talking about how he's going to get rid of these tax cuts. He's going to help the American people by getting rid of these tax cuts. A friend of mine estimated that his plan would end up with an effective rate in California of 63%. Larry Reed. Oh, my gosh. Now, you you are also an expert in economics. You're the president for the uh, Foundation of Economic Education. Talk a little bit about what that might be like for Americans. Well, confiscatory taxation at those kind of levels, 60 70 80%, uh, always hurt the economy. They drive uh, people with investment capital away or, or into um, um, less productive investments. They deny uh, low-income people the job opportunities that uh, would allow them to uh, progress up the economic ladder. Uh, they're terribly destructive, and also there's nothing in the words of Jesus that would suggest he would support that kind of thing. I, I point out in my book that in the book of Luke, a man comes up to Jesus and actually asks him to do a little redistributing. He says, uh, Master, speak to my brother that he divideth the inheritance with me. In other words, hey, use your power, make sure I get a little bit more, divvy <laughs> up the wealth differently. And Jesus does not say anything like, oh, well, yeah, we have to equalize what you guys get. Instead, he rebukes the man for his envy, and yes. he says to him, man, who made me a judge or divider over you? Yes. There's so, I, 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 and I'm also wondering if the parable of the talents also applies. Oh, yeah. The parable of the talents has uh, uh, lessons to it that no socialist would ever, ever say. Uh, Jesus, of course, himself tells it. And according to the parable, uh, a man is uh, leaving his estate for a time, and he trusts three men with uh, different quantities of his wealth. And he says, when I come back, I want to see what you've each done with it. 
and he doesn't the the initial distribution is not equal they all get a little bit uh, different amount i point that out because a lot of uh, equalitarians among our in our midst you know might object to that but uh, when he comes back he says to the first guy what'd you do with the uh, money that i entrusted you with and the man basically says well i've got the same as what you gave me i buried it in the backyard uh so you'll you should be very happy with me i kept it safe but in the parable, Jesus rebukes the man for not doing anything with the wealth. And then he asked the second man, what would you do with what I gave you? And he said, oh, I, I invested it and turned it into two or three times uh, what you entrusted me with. He's praised by Jesus. And the third man says, well, those guys are pikers. I basically uh, grew what you gave me by a factor of eight, nine, ten, something of that order. And he's the man whom Jesus praises the most and then says he's going to take the money from the first guy and give it to the third guy because <laughs> that guy knows how to magnify wealth. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I can't wait, wait to read your book. And I think that it's really important as Christians that we uh, that we we understand the economic principles that were a part of Christianity, what Jesus was about. So that when we we're in these conversations with these leftists that want to beat us over the head and try to virtue signal and try to shame us uh, for believing in capitalism, that we understand the word and we can have an argument for it. And so the book is Was Jesus a Socialist? And it's written by Lawrence W. Reed. And I thank you for being here. Hey, my pleasure, uh, uh, Andrea. Thank you so much. All right. God bless. All right. Now, stay tuned. we got more Andrea K. Show coming up so you don't go away. Be sure to follow Andrea K. on Twitter at Andrea K. Show. And follow her on Facebook and like her fan page at Andrea K. Spelled K-A-Y-E. Many of us know how high school today is not the same as the high school in the 60s and 70s. Pressure to achieve, the competitiveness, the anxiety to fit in, and the loneliness has made being a teenager a pretty tough job today. In Bob Walter's book, Facing Reality in American Education, he looks at ways to help young people understand how amazing they really are, for students to discover their gifts and talents, to excel and be all they can be. I'm sure you agree. Purchase your copy of Facing Reality in American Education today at Amazon.com. If you could do one thing that changed you forever, would you? How about something extraordinary? A bucket list item packing years of memories into 10 exciting days. Chart a new path by joining Dr. Sebastian Gorka. Set a clear new vision for yourself this year and join me on the Stand with Israel tour this December 2nd to 11th. Along with special guest Mike Lindell. God freed me from these and other addictions and started me on a path to a restored heart. Praise Jesus. Discover over 40 iconic sites as you encounter the life-changing impact of a journey to the Holy Land. Surrounded by like-minded travelers, picture yourself stepping foot in key locations right out of history. Reserve your spot today for this incredible journey. Join Sebastian Gorka on the Stand with Israel Tour, December 2nd through 11th. Register today at TheAnswerSanDiego.com. That's TheAnswerSanDiego.com. Hi, this is Andrea Kay, host of The Andrea Kay Show. You have to see Larry Elder's new movie, Uncle Tom, a movie of hope and redemption. The story of America's black conservatives, the history of the Democrat Party, and its involvement in racism. Uncle Tom stars some of America's most influential black conservative thinkers, like Larry Elder, Candace Owens, Herman Cain, and Brandon Tatum. 
all with three things in common. They're courageous, they've had a life-changing experience, and they're black conservatives. Uncle Tom is the movie the left doesn't want you to see, told by people they don't want you to hear. Their stories will shock you. Their journey will amaze you. Their courage will challenge you. Now more than ever, America needs to hear their story. Visit UncleTom.com and use promo code San Diego as one word for 20% off. Do you have the courage to discover the truth? See Uncle Tom now at UncleTom.com. Save 20% with offer code San Diego as one word. That's UncleTom.com, promo code San Diego as one word. Learn what it takes to achieve success and overcome adversity from those who've already done it. Hi, it's Brett Davis, host of Talk with Brett Heard Saturdays at 4 p.m. on The Answer San Diego. Each week, we feature experts from various fields that can guide and provide resources to overcome incredible obstacles in life. We'll also honor our everyday heroes that are giving back to the community. Join me, Brett Davis, for Talk with Brett, Saturdays at 4 p.m. on The Answer San Diego. Bill Holland with The Answer on Wall Street. Stocks end broadly higher. Advances led declines 2 to 1 today, and it's the end of the first half of the year, with the market down only 4%, but up 36% from the March low, and it just happened to be the best quarter in 22 years. Now, looking beyond the media hype, the swamp wars as well, the corona hysteria, all ramped up by the so-called experts who have been pretty much wrong all year, but this should all end in November. Wall Street sees and hopes for a robust recovery, boosted by a friendly Fed, and the need to get 40 million people back to work and fast. Consumer sentiment up a blowout 14% this month. Facebook up six points. There was a big meeting of advertisers today, and they could have some agreement on hate speech. Boeing up 14 yesterday and gave back five and three quarters percent today on lower orders. But now it's on to one and a half days and then a three-day Independence Day holiday before the real third quarter begins. Bill Holland with the answer on Wall Street. The Answer San Diego, streaming now on TuneIn.com and Radio.com. News, politics, and current events. It's the Andrea K Show on The Answer San Diego. Welcome back to tonight's Andrea K Show. I was just uh, perusing the internet here, looking looking for some latest on the cancel culture to see who, who, see who else might have been canceled. Um, seems like it's every day somebody's either getting canceled or somebody's trying to avoid getting canceled by virtue signaling and uh, competing with who can, you know, self-flagellate. What's it called, DJ Radish, where people hit themselves in the back with the thing that makes them... It's some, like, religious ceremony where people whack themselves in the back. Yeah, it's like... Uh... Dudes do this because, see, no woman would hit herself. <laughs> no woman would beat herself. Yeah, like religious monks do it or something? I don't know who does it. It ain't women. Okay, no. women do not... <laughs> Women do not whack themselves in the back with some ball with a bunch of <laughs> spikes spikes on it and beat themselves on the back. You men are insane. No, but you know what? You know, that's kind of what Hollywood is doing, including women doing that. So I don't know. You were telling me before the show, you were wondering if people were talking about Dixie Chicks. Yeah, well, I know that they got a lot of um, kudos for getting rid of the Dixie part, but I haven't heard a single person say Wait a minute, chicks is still kind of offensive to a lot of women. <laughs> Those poor cows can't get anything right. These are the ones. These are the ones that went over and badmouthed George W. Bush at a time when we were still patriotic, right? Well, yeah, and, so, and then, I, I have a a kind of militant feminist sixteen uh, year old daughter who oh. doesn't really care about the Dixie part, but okay. she's horrified that they would call themselves the chicks. 
And you know what? I, I'm actually not like what is called a feminazi, but even I, I would never self-identify as a chick, okay? I mean, it's it's really, it's cheeky, it's, it's um, ew, it's just, it's, I, I don't, it's, it's gross. I don't like to see... I don't like when grown women are referred to as chicks. If if women are mocking each other, maybe. Uh, but yeah, I mean, they're the, this is just how dumb those women are. Well, and the elephant in the room is is any. When was the last time anybody listened to the Dixie Chicks? I mean, didn't <laughs> didn't they weren't they the original cancel culture from well, yeah. like ten or twelve years ago? Exactly. Their records were burned. Country Western didn't see and W didn't want anything to do with them after. And it wasn't even because people liked Bush at the time. It was because it, w- it was when we still followed the the protocols that we were so patriotic. We were so pro American. It was like you don't go over in an entertainment act. And badmouth your country because right. you they were badmouthing the president of the United States at the time. Right. And also there was also just this mindset. That was when so many Americans were even just at the point of whether you like Bush or not, can we just leave politics? We were still at the point in this country to where we didn't want politics injected in our entertainment. That's kind of how I where I was at the point because at that point I didn't even like George W. Bush anymore. I was kind of like, look. Don't inject politics into it. When I go to a concert, I don't want to hear anybody yammering on about their politics. I'm there to listen to you play. I don't even want you to come up and pretend you know what town you're in. Don't be getting on stage and going, hey, San Diego, because <laughs> you don't care about San Diego. Right. You know, you're, you, you know, shut up and sing. Right. And I think Laura Ingram even wrote the book. Didn't she write a book called Shut Up and Sing? Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, and and I'm beginning to think that that's kind of where Hollywood is at now in general. They've all Dixie checked themselves to the point where they've injected politics into so much every product that's out there to the point to where now we have actors that are playing cartoon characters and nobody even knew the actor because nobody's even watching these cartoons, let alone knew who the actor was voicing it. And they're quitting jobs because they don't match the color of the cartoon character. And then we got these actors coming out tonight with this I take responsibility nonsense. They're supporting this um, coronavirus thing of social distancing and masks, and now none of them are going to have a job anyway. So I don't know what they're – they've completely canceled their entire industry. With support of the Gavin Newsom plan, yeah, exactly. I mean, you can have you continue uh, to do, you can mm-hmm. have like some news shows, you can have talk shows where everybody's on a Zoom and everybody's from a remote location, but you can't do a scripted TV series and you can't make a movie with masks and social distancing. Although I'm hearing rumors that movies have continued to be in production behind the scenes. Oh, really? Yes. In other countries, or just, in other countries, uh, which is primarily where the movies are made anyway. Yeah. You know, they, you know, they, these are the same hypocritical liberals that it's like we were talking about with Larry Regis now. Um, you know, they're not writing checks. They want to push for socialism. They want to push for higher taxes. Then they want to go make their movies and their TV shows where there's lower taxes, which is usually other countries like maybe Belgium or Brazil or maybe Thailand. And then they can take advantage of tax breaks. I, I got family in the industry. So I know that there's a certain movie that's continued to be produced in Australia, mm, which is mm-hmm. where Tom Hanks got the Rona. Oh, that's right. When he was there with his wife. So, I'm just glad to hear that when the uh, animated Andrea K show hits the airwaves, that you will be voicing the character. I, w- I will have to, because who, who can be me? Right. Who else can be? Who would I want to play me? That's an interesting question. <laughs> now, my cartoon character needs to be, you know who could play me? That woman outside that mansion in St. Louis holding that gun. <laughs> Although she needs to be taught a little better handily. The way she's holding yeah. the gun. <laughs> yeah, that, that was a little, I was, I was worried somebody was going to get shot accidentally. <laughs> Just watching her 
handling that thing. Well, I was really more concerned she was going to accidentally shoot her husband. husband. Yeah, she's pointing it at him him a couple of times. Yeah, she didn't seem – she wasn't quite as – you know, I need somebody, you know, well, fair, no, none of the Charlie's Angels characters did it any better either. You know, um, you know, I don't know. I got to I got to think about somebody. It's got to be my cartoon character's got to be armed, but she's got to look more dangerous than that lady outside her home in St. Louis. But I I, I applaud her anyway. Hey, we're going to be back tomorrow night, 6 p.m. Pacific time. It'll be hump day. Y'all come join me and keep the conversation rolling. On Facebook, Twitter, and Parlor. Peace out. Love y'all. Many of us know how high school today is not the same as the high school in the 60s and 70s. Pressure to achieve, the competitiveness, the anxiety to fit.